Think of all the thoughts that you have pre or during a prospect conversation where you feel pressure. This is when you need an activation thought. When you're in front of a prospect and you feel pressure, do you react or respond? In sales, success depends on your ability to navigate unexpected situations, and it all comes down to your mindset. Now, this might sound repetitive, but trust me, this isn't just another mindset podcast. In this episode, Dan breaks down the difference between anchor and activation thoughts and how the latter can help you deliver in the clutch. Let's get to it. I'm Kylie Schmitz. I'm Dan Lappin, and this is Breaking Sales, a nonconformist take on rejecting the sales status quo. Join the Lappin 180 team as we break the tried and died sales tactics and techniques that are failing you and your prospects. What's on the agenda for today, Dan? We're going to talk about mindset. However, we're going to talk about a very specific mindset. Kylie, I know when you're coaching, and I know when I've, when I've been coaching and when I'm speaking, there's always a, a group of individuals, and I, I, I would understand completely if our listeners felt the same way, where they're like, well, what is mindset? And yeah, yeah, Dan, we hear you. We understand. Detach from the outcome and high intent, how and if, and abundance, this moment doesn't define me. And, and people get the concepts, but there's a big gap between getting the concept and how do you actually apply it in the moment when you're in a pressure situation conversationally with a prospect. So we're going to talk about mindset, but we're going to talk about two different types of thoughts. So there's the anchor thought, right? And when I say anchor thought, what does that mean to you, Kylie? To me, it reminds me of being on a boat and the boat just stays in place because it's anchored. Kind of holds you right in place, right? There's no movement. So for our listeners, if you go back to the Colin Henderson episode, which uh, I think there's a lot of great content in there. And then you want to go way back to the Brian Decker episodes. Again, lots of fantastic high-performance mindset content. They both mention anchor thought. And an anchor thought, in theory, right, is just what is your baseline thought? So you can go into any meeting, and if your thought is, I need to prove my value, well, that's an anchor thought. Or don't screw this up. This may be our only shot. Those are anchor thoughts. The challenge I have with anchor thoughts though, Kylie, is they hold you in place. And when you're in sales and you're in that pressure moment, when the prospect says, hey, I've only got 30 minutes, tell me how you can help. Or you just gave a great description of your expertise and the prospect turns to you and says, yeah, you know what? I don't think that's for us or we've tried that before. Or you've 40 minutes into this meeting and you've invested so much with this prospect, they look at you and out of the blue, they just say, hey, I just want you to know that we're, we're really happy with our current provider or now's probably not the time. Those are the moments where you need to understand your mindset and what your anchor thought is because those are the moments that you need to move into what you and I talk about and Pam, which is the activation thought. And when I say activation thought, what comes to mind when I use that phrase? Starting something, like activating it, start something new. Initiating something new. Think of all the thoughts that you have pre or during a prospect conversation where you feel pressure. This is when you need an activation thought. An activation thought 
is a thought that calms you down by helping you take the pressure off of yourself in the moment. That's what's needed as a top sales performer because you have to be able to perform in the clutch, but you can't perform in the clutch if your thought is something of scarcity, low intent, or attachment. Or like you said, hey, don't screw this up or I need to make this sale. Those are examples of sales mindset, amateur anchor thoughts. We need to activate the high performance thought instead if we're going to perform in that moment. I think of it as activating your neutrality because I think it's easy in those high pressure situations. I had a prospect not long ago waited till the end of the meeting to say, oh, well, we've already got a sales trainer that we're pretty happy with. In that moment, if your anchor thought, okay, is how do I get this person to see my value? What are you going to feel? Desperate or like I have, I'm kind of grasping at straws here, trying to use the last few minutes of this conversation to prove that I'm worth another conversation maybe. Right, or your philosophy, your approach. Or we're better. Is better than what they're currently getting. Exactly. What do you know you have to activate though in that moment instead? The first thought that was activated in my head was WTF because <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. And then as soon as I felt myself kind of, my, my blood boil a little bit, I, I said, all right, hold on. Activated that high performance mindset and went back to my neutrality. And were you calm at that point? Oh, yeah. So for our listeners, again, you're going to have those moments with the prospect and or your clients that you're going to feel the, we'll call it, sales mindset kick in. The one that comes from scarcity, low intent, and attachment. And when that kicks in, we all know the feeling of anxiety, hesitation, disappointment, and frustration. That's when you need to learn how to activate your high performance mindset. So let's talk about how to do that. So in those moments, you have to have a thought that allows you to connect with high intent, reconnect with detachment, or reconnect with abundance. So you can feel calmness in the conversation and handle the pressure. Too often, here's the key, too often you try to jump to the script. Well, let's see here. When someone says, I only have 30 minutes, what do you got? How can you help? You can't just jump to the script of, well, I would be doing you, Mr. Prospect, a disservice if I started making assumptions about your business and told you about what I think we can do to help you. Why don't we all slow down? Let me ask you a few questions. And as I'm learning about your business, I might be able to share something relevant along the way. You can't copy that as a script. You can't verbalize that as a script and have it come off as truly genuine or authentic. You have to activate the high performance mindset first. So let's, let's come up with some examples now. All right. So when I'm in an appointment and a conversation, whether it's a client here internally or with a prospect, I have a couple different activation thoughts, and these activate my high-performance mindset. These are thoughts that calm me. So one of the ones my easily go-to one is I'll say to myself, my number one priority is to learn so I can objectively determine how and if I can help this company or this person. That's an activation thought for me. 
it calms me because it reminds me of my only real priority. And because that priority is to determine how and if I can help, there's the high intent component. And when I remind myself about being objective, that's my more detached component. That's an activation thought for me. When I put that thought in place, then I can respond and it's not scripted. Another one I use a lot is this meeting doesn't define me. It's not going to change my life. That activates my detachment and my abundance. But the key is as listeners, you have to have the thought first. Kylie, when you're in a pressure situation, what's your activation thought or what's one of them that calms you so that you can ensure that you respond versus react to the situation? I have a couple. One, I remind myself that I'm just having a conversation with another human being because you know, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves in these in prospect conversations, particularly you get in front of a C-suite and you're like, oh man, this is maybe my only shot. But at the end of the day, they're just a human being trying to solve business problems. And I've seen business problems. So I have the knowledge, I have the experience to potentially help them. And then another one that I have is I need to better understand the lens that they're looking out of. I like that one. Tell me a little bit more. So that one helps me stay curious and also remember empathy because I have to understand how they're viewing specific situations and their experiences that went into it, informing their opinions rather than, you know, I think gut instinct is when we disagree with somebody or what they're saying doesn't make sense to us. It's to dismiss it or argue it. And really, I think if you almost agree with it because it's their perspective and it's not wrong and shift to, I need to better understand it, you're going to be a more empathetic advisor. And that's my goal going into the conversations is just to really understand like, where are you coming from? Kylie, I really like that. There's two other ones I'll use. Again, listeners, these aren't activation thoughts and words that I own or Kylie owns, nor are we telling you that your activation thought has to be the same. We're just trying to help give you some guidance in how you create your own. So another one I'll use sometimes is the only thing I owe this person is my objectivity, listening and asking thoughtful, high intent questions. That's all I owe this person. It takes the pressure off me where I don't have to feel like I owe them justification value prop, sharing expertise, or solving anything for them. I just owe them listening, asking questions, and objectivity because that's what a real consultant does. My other one I use quite often is I'll have to remind myself, I get it, this person might be expecting a sales experience, but I'm not interested in chasing them. I'm only interested in learning. There's no selling involved here. Like I'll remind myself stuff like that. There's no chasing. There's no selling. I'm just here to learn. That's it, period, end of story. Any one of those will calm me or any variation of those will calm me, but it's also been a journey, like it's, it's years in the making. And so as a listener, you have to understand that this is a skill set that never ends. There's no finish line, but it's a very important skill set if you want to learn how to activate a high-performance mindset during your conversations. Dean, you mentioned response versus reaction. Can you explain what you mean by that a little bit more? 
Yeah, if you think about a reaction, Kylie, a reaction is an impulse that we have in the moment. It tends to be a more emotional. It also tends to be a bit more negative. It comes a lot from feeling awkward, frustration, or disappointment. A response, though, if you really think about it, it's not impulse. It's the opposite. It's intentional. It's thought through. It's calming. So when we react, it's typically because our mindset is scarce, low antenna attached. We're activating a reaction. When we're feeling calm, it's more response. It comes more from the high performance mindset of detachment, high intent, and abundance. It's more engaging. When you're scarce, you're going to react. When you're attached, you're going to react, etc. It's impulsive. It's emotional. But I know when you're at your best and when I'm at my best or our listeners are at their best and we're detached, high intent, and abundant, we're going to respond. And that's very calming and engaging. Big difference. It drives a different type of conversation when you're talking to prospects and clients. You know, I keep going back to how many thoughts we have in a day and how the majority of them, I think it's like, what, 75 or 80%? They say anywhere between 30 and 50,000 thoughts a day. And the number is very consistent around 80 and 85% are negative. And then 95% of those are repeating. So if we have negative repeating thoughts all day long, if we don't start replacing them with more positive, neutral thinking, we're going to continue to have outcomes that align with those survival thoughts. That's exactly, Kylie, why we want our listeners to be very aware of what that anchor thought is and move off of the anchor thought to more of the activation thought. Because you're right, most of the time, if we're not careful, our anchor thought is going to be negative. It's going to come from a scarce, low intent, or attached place. Activate the high intent, abundant, and detached high performance thought because that's what's needed to be a high performer in your conversations. Thanks for listening to Breaking Sales. If you want to get engaged with us outside of this podcast, be sure to go to our website, lapin180.com. That's L-A-P-P-I-N 180.com. And there you'll find information on upcoming workshops, different events we're doing throughout the United States, ways to engage with us on social media, as well as a form where you can suggest topics or guests for the podcast. We want to hear from you, so don't be shy. Kylie out. All right. Do we have another episode? <laughs>